welcome to Coming Off the Reels. My name is Drew Martin. I'm Ryan Vinson. I'm Sean McLean. And I'm Roy King. And on tonight's episode, we're going to talk about the action crime thriller Nobody, starring Bob Odenkirk. That thrilling action star, Bob Odenkirk. So, Ryan, I'm going to ask you first what you thought about this one because. You and I cut our teeth in our friendship watching Mr. Show, and if you had asked me back in the early 2000s if I thought Bob Odenkirk <laughs> would become an action star, I would have punched you in the throat. <laughs> Just to show that anybody can become an action star. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, and that's even after all that, you know, even in like Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, I mean, I know he plays the same character, but that is not somebody who... He, instills any kind of fear into your heart right no not at all so uh yeah i i i enjoyed it um especially stylistically i think they kind of shied away from trying to make him like prevalent in every action scene like there are some tricky things they do to kind of make it so that some of the stuff he's doing is off camera but i loved it i thought it was great yeah and i should also because uh i didn't because i'm bad at my job which I got called out on this weekend because, look, guys, I made a mistake in the Hoosiers <laughs> episode, and I fixed it immediately, but Alicia had already downloaded the original cut, and that is, <laughs> on, the, on the comeback from a movie night, I fade out the music when Sean's like, and we're back. And on the first go-round, I forgot to fade out the music, so, like, the theme song's just playing loud over everyone talking. <laughs> but, like, you know, someone, someone messaged me, uh, and they were like, hey, just so you know, this happened. I was like, oh, okay. I went and changed it. It was only up for like 12 hours that way. But Alicia, being a fan of the show, and then I get a message last night that says, you're fired as the editor. And I'm like, great. Oh. You gotta do. Anyway. Hey, she was, she was, Editing's she was not that She's an easy. OG fan. Huh. So, it's yeah. super easy. I went to school for exactly zero hours of this. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. It's, it's an art form, and I'm not good at it. And, Roy, you are great. Uh, anyway, the plot of this movie is... Oh, uh, yeah, right. Uh, What's funny is he's going to edit right. that out, so <laughs> you'll, never, you'll never hear it. No, I'll just put in something else. I'll be like, Roy, you are trash. <laughs> Um, okay, so the plot of Nobody is a bystander who intervenes to help a woman being harassed by a group of men becomes the target of a vengeful drug lord. That is a really bad description of this movie. That, that yeah. undersells it a little bit. I mean, that's sure. like the, the baseline, I guess. Yeah. But, mm -hmm. yeah uh, it's also yeah. not exactly accurate. Right. No. So, uh, well, Bob, it kind of is. Yeah. Well, Bob, he the, picks a fight. Right. Bob, it's, it's, Bob Odenkirk yeah. is a family man living in the, the suburbia life. And one evening, two people break into his house, and he, you are aware immediately that he could have hit one of them with the golf club. Like he could have taken these people out, but he didn't want to draw attention to himself. So he lets them go, but like his son tackles one, and his son's like, You could have taken her out, dad. And so then there's this weird dynamic shift in the home life. Then it, it turns out that Bob Odenkirk used to work for all of the initialed government agencies and he was uh, an auditor and he describes it as uh, I would just go in and basically kill everybody. Like I couldn't arrest anybody. So there couldn't be any witnesses. 
Yeah, he says it like he was the mm-hmm. last person you wanted to see. Similar to an auditor. So yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. I was like, that's yeah. a cool nickname. <laughs> yeah. I also loved this movie. Like everything about it. I thought the fight looked cool. Like the style of it was like I enjoyed it. Like the trailer is like, oh, from the producers of John Wick. And I was worried that it would be too much like that. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't. Like Bob Odenkirk is not the best fighter in the world. He's just kind of smarter than everybody else mm-hmm. which is fun and like he gets the shit beat out of him a lot yeah yep. um well and, see, and he just like, always gets back up yeah yeah um i'm i'm gonna echo drew and ryan's sentiments like i fucking love this movie <laughs> it was i i really didn't know what to expect and like especially when they introduced um bob odenkirk's character which was hutch like he seems like he just kind of like a down on his luck, like stuck in a mundane, almost like kind of like Kevin Spacey's character in American Beauty, where he's just stuck in the everyday rut of like suburbia life. Um, and then these two burglars break into his house, and the way it's introduced, and like I didn't know anything about it, but it would almost seem like he was just so emasculated, or like he was just so meek and meager that he he didn't even want to try and like protect his family. Like he just didn't have that confidence in him. And like even the cops when they're interviewing, they said like, "Man, if that was my family, like I would have, I you know I would have." Uh, see, I, oh, I that didn't, fucking cop. I didn't. Oh, right? I, mean, I, I didn't take cop. it that way at all. I thought it was literally like a, you know, I wanted to start a new life, and that means I could not do this. Yeah, kind of like thing. I took it as he caged the beast, and he didn't well, want to let right. the beast oh, out. I, see, I didn't take that at I, all. I took that in as like because the way they they show like the Monday and like the routine that he keeps going through, like it was like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, like it's just the same thing. Like he always forgets to put the garbage out Tuesday morning, and like his wife reminds him the next day that he forgot to do it, and like it just seemed like he's like beaten down by life kind of thing, and he's just like, ugh. And then you know this one time that he could prove himself to be a hero, he just flakes and he just has like no confidence in himself. Like that's how I took it initially. But then when right, you come I, to find yeah. out, then when you how come you, to find how out, did you, go. I don't. I'm just interested in how you guys would. Why would you guys think other than that at the beginning of the film? I understand how you would come to that conclusion by the end of the film. But I, well, just I don't knew know. he was going to be like a total badass. Right. So I just thought if if, yeah, it was if this movie was nothing, if I literally had never heard of this or seen anything yeah. and just started watching it, yes, I might agree with that. But because I knew this was an action movie, I wasn't like, oh, like. I immediately thought of it as he knows what he can do and he's choosing not oh. to do it. See, and I took it less of like a John Wick as I took it more of a like a death wish. Like where Charles Bronson goes out and like he's trying to avenge his family. Like right, he's yeah. just an every everyday guy that just, you know, finally snaps. Or like a falling down where like Michael Douglas, like where he just snaps and he goes just you know, he goes to that place, that darkness, and like all of the pent up frustration that he's had as just this meager, mild mannered guy, and it just spills over. And like he's just going out and trying to avenge his family. Yeah, um, I, I mean, and I, not- I, I I think that your your point is very valid. Like it could absolutely be the case. Uh, we just read the scenes differently, but I mean, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and I and I didn't watch the trailer, so I like I was going into this completely cold. So like when I just saw like even the the movie poster where he just got like fists, like punching him and everything like that. I thought he just, like I said, like he was just, the burglars came in and he just kind of was like, all right, I'm going to avenge my family. I'm going to prove that I'm still, you know, a man. I can still protect my family. Um, but then like immediately he goes and finds the burglars and like 
dispatches him and then I'm like, okay, there's something more to this. Like, and then it builds up and then you kind of get revealed all of his backstory and everything. And I was like, okay, I was not expecting that, but I am, I'm, I'm on board as soon as like, yeah, like the bus fight alone. I'm on board. It was Roy, so you, crazy. you look like you were about to say something. I just I just love that like yes, he did all that and whatever whatever reason he decided not to not to stop the robbery, but you could tell that he he struggled with that decision and what set him off was his daughter looking for her kitty cat bracelet and he was he's like they stole the kitty cat bracelet. He's like, "Nope." And he just <laughs> left the house without saying a word and he marched and he like did his quick investigation and he just knew exactly what to do. And then he found him immediately. And that was great. And when he's like, give me that kitty cat bracelet. <laughs> oh, so funny. I don't have it. Uh, I, I but then love, like he oh. finds out this, this family is just like down and out. Like this couple that robbed him are just like their, their kid is sick and they're just trying to pay for this, this kid. And he, and he was just like, ah, oh, come on. And he had to leave, like leave him alone. Right. Oh man, like the that. scene of him just out there punching that brick wall. Oh yeah. Was yeah. like just all that frustration and he's like mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I mean I think Odenkirk as an actor did a great job of playing like an actual everyman, not like, mm-hmm. oh, Keanu Reeves pretending to be an everyman. Like Bob Co- Odenkirk actually looks like Yeah, he's like, anybody who yeah. like the character he's supposed to be playing, like uh well, yeah, I mean, like traditionally, his characters anyway have been like the same kind of mold. Like, and yet, like you said, he's just an everyman, or he plays kind of like the, you know, like in um, Breaking Bad and everything. He plays like the kind of like shysty kind of guy, but he's never he's never going to be in like a bar fight, or he's never going to be in like this crazy, you know, choreographed fight scene or anything like that. Like that's just not the kind of character he plays. Um, so it was really cool to see him do that, like against the the typical you know, type of character that he does play in movies. So, um, after he leaves his couple's house, you know, this is when he gets on the bus and there's a young woman on there. And then in a, in a scene that's like extra, just weird is like a, a Humvee or something's like drunkenly driving <laughs> next to them, like crashes through barrels and just like slams head on into like concrete barricades. So the bus stops and all these drunk Russians get on and, Turns out, like, he picks a fight with them because they're kind of harassing this young woman. And great fight. But then it turns out that they're, you know, part of the Russian mob. And that's when it really, the setup is very John Wicky. Mm-hmm. Uh, but is, again, yeah. it works. It's fine. I didn't think it was, I, I thought I was worried it was going to be too too similar. But I yeah. feel like it, they distanced themselves enough. Well, and I, I got nervous, especially when he went to go see the barber. And like when he goes oh, into it, yeah, and like yeah, I was yeah. like, "Ooh, this is looking like Ian McShane." Like he's like, I really hope it's not like a continental type thing. Like it, it tread dangerously it does. close. I, it, and there is that whole hint of it where it's like everybody in this world kind of knows about other part because when he's doing his fake investigations looking for this couple, he's uh, going into all these. Uh, tattoo parlors and he goes into one and he's flashing this old FBI badge and the guy's like, Oh, immediately recognizes it as expired or fake. And they're talking and like, you know, Bob Odenkirk does something and reveals like a tattoo on his arm. And this like old timer tattoo guy sees it. And he's like, Oh, 
like he gets like spooked and's like, "Thank you for your service." And then he, like goes behind a door, and you can hear it, like lock like oh, thirty seven locks. locks, and it's oh great. man, I well, laughed so hard at that. He slams the like, yeah. He's like then he's looking yeah. like the red, yeah. there's like a red light behind him, and he's like looking out, and he like just closes the door like the little great. panel right there. So I was like, uh, you know, everybody in this world's like, oh shit, like this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we, we got to talk about that bus fight though. That bus fight was insane. <laughs> it was so good. Like, yeah. especially when he's like sitting there, he's like, sometimes when God closes a door, he, or like when he closes a window, he opens a door and he's like, I pray to God that he's opening this door. And like these drunk Russian guys are like, get on the bus. And then he, he gets everybody like the bus driver. And then he's like, you know, everybody just get off the bus. He's like, all right, I'm going to fuck you up. And then, like, they all kind of rush at him, and then it's just crazy, uh, like, the fighting and everything. And, like, he takes a bottle, catches it, and it pops it right back in some guy's face. I mean, Oh, that bottle catch was sweet. Yeah. But, but I, I again, like, this is another thing where in John Wick it would have all been perfect. And in this, like, he's, he's doing his, like, intimidation move, which is, like, holding up the revolver and all the bullets fall out. And then he, like, rushes to, like – beat the shit out of these guys and he immediately is like getting beaten down early on like he's he, he, like rusty yeah, yeah he takes he yeah. takes a he takes a punch right to the face and just like knocks him right back but then he punches that one guy and like you see like the blood like they even had like the blood spurt like behind him and everything and i mean like the sheer force that he was hitting these guys with just like knocks him down like one guy's teeth like are just completely broken and he's like is this is this bad does this look bad and he's like Fuck yeah, dude! It yeah, looks awful. It's bad. <laughs> uh, I like that it was all like believable, though. You yeah, know, it wasn't yeah. like over the top action. It was all very like believable. You mean the bus physically. fight? Scene. The bus fight? Yeah. Bus oh, okay. Fight scene, yeah. Okay. Uh, but it, what other action? Well, would be over the, the top. The Home Alone sequence is a little. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Home Alone sequence is great. But yeah. I, I love that. I will say, I, lo- uh, I, love, I love that the it. end of the bus fight is him performing a tracheotomy. And that oh, was like, the most disgusting <laughs> part of this movie. Oh my yeah. god! Like he, yeah, he kicks that pipe right off the side and then just nails him right in the throat. I was like, oh my god! Like I was, yep. I there were several times when I was just like, jaw on the floor, eyes wide. I'm like, I cannot believe what I'm watching, but I'm here for all of it. Uh, so. Guys, we're, oh, we're 20 minutes into this episode, and we haven't mentioned Christopher Lloyd once. That's what no. I was getting to. I was like, oh, okay. The, the family <laughs> dynamic is like Christopher Lloyd is the dad, and Bob Odenkirk's brother is obviously the RZA. Uh, but they're all like cut from the same cloth, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Christopher Lloyd, fantastic. You could oh, tell yeah. he was just having so much fun in mm-hmm. this movie, it was delightful. Just yeah, just to see him walk around like pumping shotgun b- shells out was just, just crazy. Him, like old guy running down these hallways, just shooting yeah, and, like, people. Yeah, like these you know the old guy running, oh, shuffling. Run. We call yeah. that a shuffle. Yeah, he was shuff- <laughs> shuffling around that old gig. He's like <laughs> the shotgun shuffle. <laughs> but this is like the the dumb part where it's like you know it's a movie, so you just let it slide. But like uh, this Russian gangster sends people to the old folks home where Christopher Lloyd lives and he's prepared. So he like shotgun blasts these two guys and like the, the night orderly w- is awoken from this and he like goes in and he's like, ah, you've got your TV on too loud. 
and I'm going to guess that there's a difference in audio levels there. But then it's also just like there's a dead dead body for sure, and then he's like choking a guy out while this orderly's in there. And he like doesn't see anything. He's like, hey, turn it down. And Christopher Lloyd just holds up the remote, and it's like, oh, okay, while he's choking yep. out this guy. And like, sure. Yeah, yeah the one – the one guy was shot against the wall. <laughs> like there was definitely had to be some like viscera on mm. the wall. Somewhere. Oh yeah, so, right. yeah. And none of his neighbors or anything right. woke right. up. But, yeah, well, they could be all. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. hard oh, of hearing. Oh, it's we got we got to move forward. You know, <laughs> we just we can't spend too much time in this room. Right. Right. Um. So truly beautiful shot to me. They a whole group on I'd say a small army of Russians is sent to his house to try and kill him and his family. Uh, he manages to get rid of all of the bad guys, sends his family away. And he is, he has this constant problem throughout the movie of he's trying to explain his past to the villains and the villain dies before he can get to the end of it, (laughs) (laughs) which is great. Uh, but like, he's like, yeah, the bone burns to ash at, you know, whatever, 1,400 degrees, and I've rigged this basement up to burn at 3,000. And he takes out, like, a, you know, what a wonderful world vinyl. And just, like, the way the needle drops and, like, the record sparks and the just the visual mm-hmm. design of it all was yeah. really cool to me. I, well, I like that a lot. And I love the reveal, too, that the kitty bracelet was underneath the couch, like, the yeah. entire time. Yeah. The whole time. So, like, <laughs> none, none of this really would have... <laughs> Culminated like it wouldn't have started if he would have just found. He's like, "Son of a look, it's right there." Eh, Oh well, and then drops the yeah. That whole scene was really cool. That's very very cool. Uh, I love the music in this. The music like the musical choices were Mm -hmm. fantastic. Um, There was a car chase scene like shortly after that when he I get backing up even further like after he goes and the main villain is in charge of I guess this whole like Russian, what they equate to like the Russian 401k. So there's like billions of dollars that this, you know, lead guy is responsible for. Um, it's kind of like watching. the Joker in the dark Knight. It is very yeah, much. I thought very that much. Too. Um, but then like, there's this whole scene where Bob Odenkirk goes in and burns it to the ground. Like he goes to the roof, pours gasoline through like the pipes and then like triggers the sprinklers to douse the entirety of the money and then like lights it all on fire. Feels like an unnecessary step there, but it looked cool. It yeah, looked amazing. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. But then like smash cut to Bob Odenkirk's like the henchman has his penchant for like singing karaoke at this bar that he owns. And Bob Odenkirk's just sitting there like eating away, just ultimate troll job. <laughs> and he's like, oh by the way, yeah, you know, I I burned all your money to the ground, so <laughs> sorry about you. <laughs> it's like also another Joker move because he got out of there because he had a, a landmine tied to his yeah. finger. Yeah. yeah, yep, yep. So kind of very similar uh, yeah. to that. Similar, but not. It's fine. It's fine. I didn't. I didn't it's mind fine. it. So Roy, it at all. describe the Home Alone third act of this movie. <laughs> so he. So right. he. <laughs> He buys That's was like, is this too? F- is it too far? Some of the, first is some of, of all, this too far? it was close. Tell. It was close to too far. Yeah, it is. It, it, I do least, not think so. I, at least he didn't leave like a full plate of mac and cheese. You know, just waiting to congeal. <laughs> like he, we 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 got rid of that. So, so he 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 buys out 
this factory that he works at from his father-in-law with a bunch of gold that he digs up. And I'm like, that's a little too John Wick, whatever. Yes. It's fine. Yeah. Right. But yeah, he buys yeah, it out and is one of my favorite parts of the whole movie is his like jerk brother-in-law tries to like butch up to him at the end there and he goes to swing at him. And then Bob Ogren just punts him like right in the solar plexus. And then he gets winded and he just like sits him down. He's like, okay, just breathe, <laughs> just breathe. I thought that was great. Yeah. And then Michael Ironside is in this movie. We haven't even talked about him yet yeah. as the as the father-in-law. He buys this factory and then tricks it out with all these booby traps of explosives and spears and grenades and like bullets, arrows. Bullets. Yeah, bullets on rat traps. Oh, crazy. Uh, <laughs> you could definitely make that work. <laughs> right. And he lures all of the bad guys back to this back to this factory warehouse type place. And then, uh, you know, you know what happens next, you know, all the, all these Mayhem. minions get, get caught up in these traps. And then there's this massive gun gunfight with him and his dad. And then the RZA shows up is like a kind of like, Hey, I'm here to save your ass kind of thing. And then the three of them against an army. And it is pretty great. It's amazing. Yeah. It's uh, so I good. was really impressed with that whole sequence. Uh, the, even like, there's a part where like, they kind of feel like they're pinned down, like they're all out of ammo and the villain, the main villain is the only guy left standing and he takes that landmine that he had and like straps it to the front of that shield and just like charges at the guy. Like that whole <laughs> yeah. shot was, that was so amazing. Cool. It was yeah. so crazy. I loved it. Cause he's got there's the also- ring in his teeth around the shield. So he's like running and then he's just like, ha. And pulls yeah, it with right. his teeth and well, even like the henchman or like the main bad guy, it's like you figure if he would have just got his aim a little bit better, he could have just shot the <laughs> the landmine and like yeah, just, blown him up. But he you're probably just was a processing shot. what it is you're seeing. They're like, oh, mm-hmm. is this guy running at me with a landmine and the pin in his teeth? And you've still only though, got- still though, I mean, I mean, if you shot him far enough away, you could have blown him up, and then you would have been at least okay instead of like having your face completely blown off like he did yeah i thought it was definitely like an original out yeah yeah. for for that character it wasn't just like a a shot to the head or something like that i thought i liked it i liked it a lot uh one of my favorite scenes and then one of my favorite quotes from this movie which i will use from now on um like his next door neighbor is like this kind of like macho guy so like immediately right after the burglars came in He's like the next morning. He's talking to his neighbors, like got the leather coat and everything. And he's like, "Oh man, I wish they would have picked my house because I would have had. I needed a workout." And then he's got like this, uh, some kind of like classic muscle car. And he's like, "He's like, wow, man, that car looks great." He's like, "What you know? What are the specs on it?" And he's like, "It's you know, four point nine liter and blah blah blah." And it goes zero to. I'm about to find the fuck out. And like <laughs> zero to sixty, and I'm about to find the fuck out. I thought you said zero, and I'm about to find the. I didn't know if you said zero to. Well, okay, zero. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, like that that quote is just amazing. And then like when he's going to finally confront the villain, he's like he clicks one of the henchmen's like I guess you know Mercedes or whatever. And then I'm like, no, dude, turn it over to the neighbor. And of course he goes and takes the muscle car and delivers the line and just peels right out. And I was like, oh. So cool. Yeah, I when I saw it. that guy with his like jerk jerk popped collar, I'm like, <laughs> he's getting this car gone. Jack. Like, he's yeah, gonna this... take that car. Like, oh yeah, for sure, for sure. 
Uh, so Ryan, you watched this the most recently. Any standout parts? Any? Uh, no, I mean, I think we've just about covered every aspect of the film. Um, I was gonna say I did really like in the in the Home Alone montage. I did really <laughs> like the scene where Rizzo runs out of ammo and Odenkirk throws him the gun. And it's just, oh, there's like a camera shit. more or less attached to the gun as it flies yeah. through the air and yep. lands right in the like Riz's right hand. Right into Riz's hand. Yeah. That, that, was shot, cool that shot was great. Yeah. Um, and I, I just, I can't, I really can't decide about all oh, that's great. I really don't mind all the stupid Home Alone shit. I know you guys already said you loved it. I don't know that I love Christopher Lloyd shuffling around with a shotgun. It is de- it didn't do anything. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. It didn't do I, I anything. I think it's just that me. I like Christopher Lloyd, and I I'm going to be sad when he's gone. And you know, he was in like uh, Piranha 3D. Yeah. And I want him to have like some better last movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so this is okay. If, you know, if anything happens to Christopher Lloyd. I don't want I that to happen, but you right. know. if it was like someone else, maybe it wouldn't have been, you know, right. been and that's wrong. And that's where I'm just kind of you know. like, well, I, I like, I can, I can hold my disbelief for a really long time. And, I, but then it's like, then you've, you've inserted this 90 year old man into this action montage and I'm not sure he belongs in it. And I'm not sure it brings sure. anything to the movie. So it, uh, it's okay. I can live with it, but yeah. What's weird is I feel like in a different time, you could have had Michael Ironside in that role. Like that actually feels yeah. like the yeah. role that he would play. Yeah. Like now, I'm, I'm surprised I'm he wasn't about, in it more. To be honest. Yeah, I, I I remember in the credits when I saw Michael Ironside was going to be. I was like, okay, okay. What, I wonder what he's going to be playing. And then Christopher Lloyd popped up. And I was like, oh shit! Wow. I like I have no idea who's cast as what. But yeah, I I thought everybody. Did a great job. I did not know that Reza was in it, so I was surprised to see yeah, him. Yeah, well, I didn't either. I saw him in the credits, but then I was like trying to figure. I'm like, okay, where is the Reza at? And then like, it was weird because like he kept talking to somebody and like he had like this old like um ham like radio. receiver. Yeah, like yeah. ham radio receiver, and like he kept talking. Like at one point, I thought it was going to be like he was having like an internal monologue with himself. I did too. And, like, I thought, like, that's what he, they were trying to portray. Like, he was, like, his old self that he was trying to forget. Yep. And, like, it was coming back through. Um, but then, like, yeah, the RZA literally showed up. And I was like, oh, it's an actual person. Okay. So, I'm just either saying, way, I would have been fine. I, I, in that third act, I could have been okay with Ironside showing up and being like, you know, everybody fights. <laughs> no one surrenders. And now I want to watch Starship Troopers. <laughs> <laughs> Rap Jack's rough nuts. That makes one of us. <laughs> oh man, it holds up. Okay. Oh yeah, that movie's rad. Maybe I could watch it with the uh, riff tracks. Uh, I was. I, I watched it in the theater with riff tracks, and oh, it was man. pretty delightful. Yeah. What was weird is they, when they got to the nudity scenes, they went and like went back to the classic shadow, you know, silhouettes. Mm-hmm. And they like put their hands up to cover up all the. Uh, <laughs> very nice. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, all right. Well, are we excited? Or do we want a sequel that will inevitably happen? I don't think we need it. I don't. I, I, I don't I, want yeah, it. I'm but scared. No. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't it, think. I mean, this one was. 
Well, and my fear too is that, like same thing with John Wick. They did, you know, John Wick was like a tight like one hour forty minute. Like it was a quick in and out. Like you got everything you needed. Then you come and get the second one, which is like way too long. And yeah. then the third one, no. which is also it gets, really it kind of gets lost in its own mythology. And yeah. Then, yeah, and I'm like I bad. I like that they just kind of briefly like okay he's you know he he has experience he's this you know super military guy like he has all the experience like that's we don't need to go back into like all this subculture that he's got like this whole like network that we're gonna have to explore it's like we're right. good also I I do this whole thing is I'm not a huge fan told in flashback because he's under arrest and he's mm. like in oh, an interrogation yeah. room with yeah. like a couple of people who are from apparently different agencies and you know at the end like they both get a call at the same time and it's just like you know that people who are much higher up are like yeah you gotta let him go yeah Yeah. and i I, I like that ending right i just like the the mystery of it just like don't make in a sequel like oh he has to fight the new auditor like yeah and that's what they would do and it would lose why did they why i don't really even understand why they felt it necessary to start the film as a flashback just because they thought I, it'd be cute to have a cat come out of his coat for no reason you'd be like why is that cat there maybe <laughs> i don't maybe we'll find out during the course of the next 90 minutes i have expressed in the past uh my disdain for this kind of way of starting a film like i don't like getting like oh now let's see how i got here like what yeah d- well I mean, the real payoff in this one is, like, they ask him, like, who who are you or, like, who do you think you are or whatever, and then it, like, he's like, who, me? I'm, and then it cuts to, like, the title card, nobody. So, I yeah. mean, like, I think that's the whole, oh, you know, that was, yeah, that was yeah, really the yeah. whole payoff for it, but. Guys, I kind of liked it all. No, I, mean, not, I, didn't, I, no, didn't, no, I didn't mind but, it But it didn't make me dislike this movie. <laughs> and, again, like, I did like the payoff at the end, and it would have felt weird if, like, the, I would say the benefit of it with this story is I would not have wanted after Home Alone sequence, I don't want an additional five or ten minutes of him dealing with law enforcement. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so by telling it this way, you can get finished with the fight and then give us 90 seconds and wrap it all up. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So, But you could yeah, have anyway. You could have anyway. Yeah. I feel that, like we really needed the, that uh, open, the, the three months like, later. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't need the three months yeah, later kind of. Yeah, thing. you didn't need it. Uh, you know, I don't hate it, but we, you didn't need it. No, no. That's where it feels like it's setting us up for the sequel that we don't. Yeah, really yeah, want. right. Yeah. yeah, and I don't want it to be like the whole family is going to be in on it too, because you know that's probably what would happen. Like somehow he'd train the son or train the daughter or something like that, and it's like. No, no. No, wait. No. Let's roll back. I do want him training his seven-year-old daughter. <laughs> She's flipping around. To be the new sleep. auditor. Right. Did you yeah, did you watch long enough to see that there was like a mid-credit scene? Yeah, with Risen, Christopher Lloyd. Yes. Oh, I didn't yeah. see that one. I need to go back it's, and rewatch it. It's unnecessary. It has nothing to the plot. It's just it's, silly fun. It's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'll check it out. So. Uh, like, right. like, where are they oh. going? Where, what are they up to? You know, where are you guys going? <laughs> we go with all the with all that stuff. <laughs> spinoff? What? Uh, Maybe we'll see. Uh, now <laughs> you're circling around. I would watch a spinoff of Christopher Lloyd and the RZA. And RZA. do now, whatever I would they want to. <laughs> I would do that. <laughs> that is so. All right, Roy. Right, where can they find us? 
Well, you can find us on our website, coming off the reels at d- dot com. <laughs> wow. I, I got ahead of myself there for wow. a second. The, the dot com. <laughs> yes, the, at, the, the at dot com. www. At the, the that stands com. for World Wide Web. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> HTTP colon <laughs> forward slash forward slash. <laughs> uh yeah that that's the that's the website so check that out um we're also on facebook and instagram at coming off the reels and on twitter at off the reels uh, uh like if you want to send us an email oh, oh man. you are you are I'm, fire I'm, sir whew, this is a struggle right now <laughs> our email <laughs> our email is that water that you guys is, are drinking is bad news <laughs> Yeah. Oh man! At geospace.com. Yeah. All right. Fast over here. <laughs> All right. Coming off the reels at gmail.com. Send us send us an email if you have any ideas on future episodes you like us to do. Um, if you want to support the show wherever you like to listen, whether it's Apple or Google, Stitcher, Audible, Spotify, wherever, hit that subscribe button, rate and review the show. That would be very very lovely of you. We would appreciate it. Roy, you forgot the Earth link account that we've got you need to hit us up on that you can just ask jeeves he'll tell you where to go (laughs) we're on instant am aol instant messenger yeah follow us on my myspace uh (laughs) put us in your top 10 (laughs) friends um i want to think was it eight it was eight oh that's Mm -hmm. even more exclusive right i would put you guys in my top eight um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, I'm gonna just I'm gonna end this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks thanks everyone for the original theme. Just yes. End it while you're ahead. And yep. uh, thanks, uh, thank all of you for listening to Roy yes. get through that. That was yeah. That was tough. Listen to if one you of stuck our, with me. I appreciate. Listen it. to one of our last hundred episodes, and you can get a much cleaner version of that. Right. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, until next time, my name is Drew Martin. I'm Ryan Vinson. I'm Sean McLean. And I'm Roy King. And this has been Coming Off the Reels. Mm-hmm.